0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. This is England is Burning for September the 30th, 2021. This is the last day of September. It is a Thursday in the ATL in Georgia in the USA. It is sunny. It is warm. I'm sure it's not warm in England. I don't know. I'll have to ask our guest today, Josh from the Islington Gazette. He's in he's over in the UK right now. And this is your Arsenal weekly review. And we we were going to do a show yesterday. uh, But, you know, I got crazy busy and so forth. And and, uh, I I love Josh hanging uh and so forth i stood him up i mean it was crazy but um so but so now we have two games to talk about josh uh for arsenal josh welcome back to the show thank you for being here today
1: yeah, thank you for having me back. And to answer your question, it's not warm here today. No, <laughs> I didn't think warm. it would be.
0: I didn't think it would be, um, and so forth. But um, so just for for y'all that are sort of watching this, and if you you know, please smash a like, please subscribe, please share on your social media, and so forth. As you may well tell from the behind me, um, I am in a child's bedroom, and so this is the third studio for England is Burning, and we keep getting stepped down. You know, in the in my household. Uh, you know, in terms of studios and things like that. So, uh, so it's going to be kind of fun. You see a bunk bed in the background and, you know, um, luckily you don't see toys everywhere um, and things like that. So just, you know, this is what you see in the background. Uh, next time it'll probably be outside or in my car or something like that. But I, I like one time, Josh, I saw I was listening to a, a podcast about like football manager and the dude, the dude was like make, doing his recordings in his daughter's bedroom. So I figured, hey, if he could do that, I can do this. Um, and I can <laughs> shoot a video. All right. So first up, we got two games to talk about. One was the league game, the big game, because there were two big games this past weekend. We had Chelsea and Manchester United. And that turned out to be crazy roll by, um, by Chelsea in that match. And then we had sort of a really intriguing matchup between Arsenal and Manchester City over the weekend. Uh, that was later on in the day on us on Sunday. Uh, go, leading up to the match, I mean, we we know we knew that Manchester City was sort of decimated by injuries. We knew that Arsenal has been on a absolute roll. Uh, so, what was the feeling, Josh, of, of fans and people? Uh, in terms of Arsenal side. What were Arsenal fans thinking going into this match?
1: Yeah, um, I think Arsenal were always expected to win because mm-hmm. the form at the start of the season off, beating Chelsea, uh, that was huge, obviously, in the opening day, and then Reading away. But Arsenal, as, as we, we well know, haven't actually been great against Manchester City or Chelsea over the last couple of years. So for Jonas... It, or for Jonas to get uh, Chelsea and Manchester City in his first three games in charge, you know, it was always going to be a big test. Um, but when you see that Manchester City have a depleted squad, you know, it obviously gives you confidence. And Arsenal were the ones without injuries this time. I mean, Jordan Nobbs was on the bench. Tobin Heath, new and she came back in. Um, and she she's obviously in, so she was on the bench as well. And Arsenal had a full complement on the bench this week which was a, a big surprise, really, because it hasn't been like that. So uh, heads up to Gary Lewin, who's obviously in this season um, f- uh, for Arsenal's medical staff. So I think that's, obviously, he's worked his magic there. But yeah, look, um, it was just about continuing the momentum, really. And mm-hmm. When the team lineups came out, it was Arsenal were as strong as what was possible at that time, you know. Uh, obviously, you could add Jordan Nobbs in there, but she was only back from injury, so it was as strong as as possible. Um, and yeah, look, uh, Arsenal fans are in a really, really good mood at the minute. Very, very confident around the camp. And that Chelsea when they opened day of the season was absolutely massive. You know, uh, it was huge for the momentum. It was huge for the confidence that Arsenal can actually go out and compete against these teams. So yeah, um, Arsenal fans were really confident going into Sunday evening's game, but I always think that there's always still a little bit of ah, it's another big game and it's another big hurdle Um, because of the recent years. You know, like they haven't been beaten Manchester City or or uh, Chelsea. So yeah, look, it was a it was a big test, but Arsenal fans are in a really good place right now.
0: Yeah, they absolutely are. And I think it sounds like they were in a pretty good place before going in, but there was kind of maybe that kind of little bit of a seed of doubt, like "Eh," in the past, you know, had it gone so well against city recently, you know, and recently, particularly last season where there was a lot of difficulty against the Chelsea's and the, and the Manchester cities and, and so forth. But, but you're absolutely right. I I think, you know, having basically outside of knobs, basically having a full healthy squad. I mean, you had a full bench. uh and then you know outside of knobs being able to start it was a stacked you know lineup you know and when you compare that to you know the patchwork that manchester city had to do in the back line uh particularly um you know that had to be like kind of salivating kind of in a situation with, you know, a front three um, there being like, Hmm, what can we do against this back line? Um, You know, as opposed in the past when it was pretty structured. Um, So, yeah, so the lineup going in, you know, you had Zinberger starting it at the goalkeeper spot, Um, you know, Kately at the left back center backs of BD and Williamson uh, and uh, Merritt at the right back position, and then uh, then kind of the holding holding place was Kim Little, who ends up scoring two goals. Manham in Wati in the midfield, and then the front three, you know. And it, I mean, I don't know. I mean, outside of the three at Chelsea, I don't know if you can come up with a better front three right now in the league. Um, yeah, of, I don't think. I don't, know, I don't think um... Of McCabe, M- Minima, and um, Mead, um, yeah. And then you're going against the back line that was made up of people that don't fit in that position or who who are out of position in the back line um, and so forth. So there had to be a lot of confidence going in. But so let's talk about um, you know uh, let's talk about the first part of the match Um, leading up to that first goal. What were you thinking?
1: Um, I thought City actually started quite well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to say it before we sort of get into this chat. I think 5-0 is very, very harsh on Manchester City uh, for Sunday. I don't think they were as bad as what a 5-0 score, I suggest. But there was just moments in that game, and we'll get into it, that City made mistakes and Arsenal punished them. But City started really well. I mean, Zinsberger had to make a, a smart save from Caroline Weir. Um, and Arsenal, Arsenal were just sort of growing, steadily growing into it. And I think that was that first goal which was the biggest moment of that game because that's when Arsenal clicked when that first goal went in. I thought they were a bit a bit laboured uh, getting out of the blocks. I, I didn't think they were great. I thought City, like I say, I thought, thought City started really well. And then Alana Kennedy makes a really poor back pass to Taib and Beth made steps in and, and scores it to meet him who scores. But that's a big mistake for Manchester City and Arsenal done well in pressing from the front um, to put, to put uh, Alana Kennedy under pressure so she had to make the back pass and it's really poor goalkeeping by the way it is really poor goalkeeping um, and I thought Taib was very poor on on, on Sunday um, for Manchester City um, so yeah um, I didn't think Arsenal started well but mm. I think the first goal was absolutely massive as it is in every one of those big games yeah um, definitely definitely because when you score the first goal in those games you're riding on the high uh, you've got the momentum in behind you. So, yeah, um, massive, massive first goal. Um, but what I was thinking, the, to answer your question, before that goal went in, I wasn't pleased because City started quite well and they were very good on the ball. Um, and they did cause Arsenal a few problems. I thought Arsenal were a bit slow, uh, but the first goal settled them right down and, like I say, the rest is history. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree because I mean, uh, you know, the Manchester City was, you know, kind of uplifted by the fact that Caroline Weir was back. Uh, yeah, you know, 100%. and you know, and she's always a very dangerous player for them, uh, as we know well know, and at times somewhat underrated for them. Uh, yep. But yeah, she's key component back uh, for them, most and, on the
1: rated player in that league, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree think. with
0: that. I mean. And so to have her back was a big up for them. Uh, and yeah, they definitely started strong and Arsenal kind of seemed to me, they seemed a little nervy, you know, yeah. it was a little bit slow. And I was like, well, you know, and I, and I mean, I was a little angry, you know, if I were an Arsenal fan, I would have been a little bit aggravated with the first eight minutes because I would have been like, you yeah. know, what's what, you know, what's going to happen here. You know what they're going oh, to yeah. do. It's it very was, predictable. Uh... Um, yes, that's
1: it. That was uh, it was written in the stars from what we have seen in in recent years. Yeah, and I thought, oh no, like I mean, this is another thing, and we can say injuries and injuries and injuries this and injuries that, but when you actually look at Manchester City's team on Sunday, it's still a world class start eleven. It's still a top class team, and and that's a an, and the thing is because of injuries, Arsenal should not be. They shouldn't take the praise away from Arsenal because I thought Arsenal were very, very good. But Manchester City's team is still full of internationals. Okay, I had Georgia Stanwet right-back, which isn't ideal, but she has played there before. Um, Alana Kennedy had a nightmare of a game, but she, she can't play centre-back. Alex Greenwood has played centre-back under Gareth Taylor. And Demi Stokes is a natural left-back. Right, had Caroline Weir playing who we've been speaking about you've got Lauren Hemp you've got Ellen White they're world class players they're top Mm -hmm. top players so I was reading a lot about Twitter after the game and people saying oh injuries but that's not an excuse because Arsenal I said the exact same with Arsenal last season Arsenal have a good enough team to go and compete with these teams but last season didn't do it and Mm -hmm. I said yeah okay they had injuries at the start but when you look at it They still got world class players, and five nil should never happen in those big games. So I don't think. So you
0: you're 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 gently suggesting that you know that this is a world class team that got just rolled five nil. Yeah. That this is on both coaching and player execution. Um, Absolutely.
1: You know, it, is, is what and you're And, and to. if you look at Manchester City, I know we're recording this on, mm-hmm. on Thursday. So Manchester City just played last night against Leicester. Yes, right. inferior opposition. But Manchester City scored six last night. Right. With a worst team that was yep. on Sunday. So I just think Arsenal were very, very good and the praise shouldn't be hit away from them.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it is a world class lineup and and. And you know when I was talking with Kate with the Manchester City Women's uh, Supporters Club, she's all Gareth Taylor out, you know. And I mean, I know this is not a Manchester City. She's show.
1: not the. She's I mean, not. She's not the only one. I mean, she's not she's the
0: not only one. one. There's no doubt, and it, you know, th- there's no doubt. And I'm beginning to feel the same way. And because you know, there's no reason why this team should have lost five nil. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it. I mean, if the team, if they had lost maybe three three one. Then you could, and they played well, and they didn't capitulate near the end of the match, which they did, um, you know, and basically stopped playing for the last 30 minutes. Um, then that would be a whole different story, and that it would be okay. They were, you know, they would, you know, it was Arsenal's day, and it still was Arsenal's day. Arsenal put out an incredibly strong lineup, and um, they didn't play, you know, it, it does you know, they shouldn't have beaten this team five. No, but they did. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, and it, but the, I think the the mental state (laughs) was set for city after the first goal. Yeah. It wasn't like, and it was about, it was not about the fact that it was Minima getting a, getting a goal and everything else because Minima scores against anybody. Right. The issue was how it happened. The issue was, you know, a very very poor back pass i mean i've never seen in the top flight of any league such a poor yes. back pass and then yeah, I, so. I haven't never have seen a poor cover by a goalkeeper you yeah. know and so forth and kate and i did debate it is like what well, you know that that may not have happened if ellie was roebuck was in there
1: you know i can i i, I can <laughs> pretty much certain certainly say that wouldn't happen if Ali Robuck was there. So I think, so, I, I think Ali Roebuck is, is I know we're talking about Arsenal, um, uh, but I think Ellie Roebuck is Manchester City's biggest mess. I really do. I, I agree. I mean I completely agree with that because um
0: you know I I don't consider I didn't you know I look at Manchester City's lineup, I don't see Talib as being a world class yeah I, I certainly I agree. not yeah. even close not even close to the level of Ellie Roebuck yeah I agree so um but you know there was a very very poor back pass uh, and you know Arsenal you know Arsenal is going to with that front three they're going to punish anybody who makes a mistake it doesn't yeah. matter who they are um and they made a mistake you know and it was a bad mistake in the back and they took advantage of it I mean it was't you know essentially an easy goal um yeah. but I think that, but you're right. It it calmed Arsenal down completely. Mentally. No, it absolutely they were, did. Yeah, it chilled them out. They were like, "Yep, we're now at one nil, and they can now play their game." And they did. And then, but Manchester City was like, uh, "Our This was their nightmare. The nightmare was that happening." And then it came true. And so I think from a mentality standpoint, the whole momentum switched from, because the momentum at the start of the match was Manchester cities. They were like, yeah, we're, we got the ball. We're going to get it to Caroline. we will get it to Ellen. We'll get it to whoever, get it Lauren, you know, whoever we're going to get it to. And we're going to just going to possess the ball and, and do what we do. But the moment that happened, poor back pass, easy goal on the other end. It's like,
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, that's kind of, you know, their heads didn't quite drop just yet, but. You know, maybe their hearts did as well. But how do you feel like Arsenal kind of held that lead, you know, when they got up 1-0? And how do you feel like, you know, for the next 10 or so minutes, how do you feel like they played that out leading up to that second goal?
1: Yeah, I thought they were excellent. I mean, they pressed from the front very, very well. Once Arsenal got that first goal, they they controlled the rest of the game. It was Mm -hmm. pretty easy, really, Um, which didn't really expect it to be. I thought City would come out, you know, firing their belly and, you know, try to go up the other end and get an equaliser. But I thought Arsenal were really comfortable throughout the game. They managed it very, very well. They were relentless, I mean, in terms of pressing from the front, caused Manchester City's uh, makeshift defence quite a lot of problems. I thought uh, thought Little was outstanding. I mean, I thought she was excellent. Uh, She dictated the game in the middle and um, obviously, you've got Melema and Mead, and like we say, um, they caused so much problems for Manchester City just with just with with, with how high they pressed. Um, and if you actually if you look at the the very first minute of the game, Lee, the ball comes back from kickoff straight to Lee Williamson at the centre back. He plays a long ball, well a, a a long direct ball, and if you if you go back and watch that game. You'll see Arsenal were far more direct than what they mm-hmm. usually are. It wasn't yes. tiki taka, beautiful football. It was a lot of it was long ball, direct, and it was just bouncing over the Manchester Manchester City defence every single time. So it, it's weird just how easy Man City were to beat in that element of the game, and that's where I think Steph Houghton, uh, Steph Houghton, would have she would have made a big difference because she's a leader at centre back. Uh-huh. I just don't think I just didn't think I think Alex Freeman's an outstanding player by the way but not not a leader as such especially not at centre-back and I thought they were just caught out so many times by that long ball and there was nobody in that Manchester City, Manchester City defence that was stepping forward and dictating winning balls in the air heading it away so Arsenal were much obviously better in the press are much more direct, which caused City all sorts of problems, and exact same against Chelsea as well. In the fir- in the mm-hmm. first day of the season, yeah, jo- Jonas has got play in a much more direct style. And it's not like it's not like Stoke, uh, all stereotypical <laughs> Stoke, it's not long ball, like it's not just right, right. over the top. But there's a purpose to it as well, yes, right, uh, right. And, and, and they have the Arsenal do play beautiful football, still, it mm-hmm. is still that. Uh, on, on the ground stuff, but it's just much more aggressive now, um, which which I really liked.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, I gotta. Get, I mean, I was about to say I, we got to give credit for to Jonas here because Jonas, yeah. I think, looked at the looked at the squad, looked at their capabilities, looked at what happened last season, and realized, you know, short passing game, possession based, yeah. didn't work against City yeah, and didn't I, I, really
1: I, I, work. I, 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 I'm not here to badmouth Joe Montemore because I like them. I said no, we're not. Many, we're, many, no, I, I said would... many times to you last season that I liked them, but mm-hmm. what ha- Joe Montemore said last season against Chelsea and Manchester City that there was a mental block in the team. A mental block. And Jonas has come in and he's beat both of them in his first three games. Right. Now, that isn't a lucky manager's bounce because That doesn't happen in those big games. That is just gone and just knows exactly what needs to be improved. And Jonas's all-round approach is is really impressive so far. Um, Just how he handles the team. and I think we said it on a previous episode. I think it was probably after Chelsea. This Arsenal group look a happier group now, this season. They're just looking more tight. I think the, I think Miedema came out and said Jonas has brought really positive changes to the squad and I think it was just what Arsenal needed Jonas a, f- a complete fresh up yeah. he's a young guy, he's only 38 for a manager that is young and he just has these great ideas and I think Arsenal are going to be in for a really successful season this season, if they don't win the league this season, well I certainly think they could go on and win it next season Mm-hmm. I just think he will win something, I really do. I just think that there will be bad patches because there isn't football. Arsenal probably will be beaten this season. I mean, it's football and, and mm-hmm. you can't win every single game. It's just not feasible. It's it's impossible. But I don't I just think that Arsenal just looks such such a better group. They're just tighter this year and everybody is fighting for each other. Um, and, that's, and that's what I think Jonas has brought in a really good team spirit as well as on the pitch the results are showing and I think that Chelsea game in the first day of the season I just think it lifted so much weight off everyone's shoulders because if Chelsea beat them Chelsea beat Arsenal in the first day of the season everyone's saying oh look see old Arsenal can't compete in the big games well in the first three games of the season Chelsea and Manchester City both slayed so Arsenal have got a really good run up to Christmas and Chelsea and Manchester City have still got to play. So we'll see We'll see what happens there. And what I like about Jonas as well is he's using the squad and it's a very, very good squad, but he's using it to his complete maximum. I mean, last night against Tottenham, the FA Cup, he made eight changes on the 1-5-1. You know what I mean? So he's just got such a world-class squad there and he can tinker around but not too much because that starts messing things up but he can he can change certain aspects of the game and you know what I love about him, he says that there's still room for improvement, mm-hmm. now this is a manager that's just beaten Chelsea 3-2 Reading 4-0 Manchester City uh, 5-0 and Tottenham 5-1 and he still wants to be improvement, which is a real sign of a winner as well mm-hmm. so yeah, really really impressive Jonas, I think Obviously, it's look we're only going into the second month of the season, starting on on Saturday against Aston Villa, Um and then obviously a huge Champions League game next next week against Barcelona. And the Barcelona game that will really tell me where we where we're at in terms of that really top top elite level. Um, but honestly, look, there's just he's just brought so much positives with him, Jonas, and it's it's
0: really really good to see right now. And he has really good fashion sense.
1: Yeah, look to be fair. I I, uh, I agree to be fair. I mean, it's her at the the, Ch- the Chelsea game. I want I, I want I wanna her to like that. So yeah, no, he's uh no. He's a really really nice guy as well with the media. Yeah. So um, yeah, look really really positive signs with him.
0: Yeah, I, I really wanted that white white jacket that he had with the green Arsenal badge on it. That we, we, you know, he was he looked really sharp at that. I was like, dang, man, you can rock that. I mean, you can completely rock that look completely um, and so forth. But yeah, I mean, the thing with it is what, what I like about You know, manage what I like about Jonas so far is this is that Jonas is like has revamped the team in the sense of revamp them tactically. He's there's more energy on all sides to the ball on the offense and the defense. He's he looks at the players he has and and it's more probably more fun for them to play more forward
1: ball. i think so yeah you know i, think so. I mean
0: it, it, it's like if you're playing short passing game and so forth and you're someone like meet who just wants to attack and score goals and and meet yeah. and you know you, you want the ball and then in a short passing game you know you get your you get your chances obviously and arsenal definitely had those but when you play in more a little bit more aggressively and i would call it more assertively um yeah the, you know, with the four, more forward, direct passing, uh, it's going to put teams, it, you know, it puts teams on, off guard. And the the knock against a tiki-taka short passing game is it gives the defense a more opportunity to get more set. And yeah. that's what happened in a lot of the big games is that, well, you know, fine, let them have the ball for 60% of the match. Because then what we'll do is we'll just put seven or eight in front of them and say try to go through us and it's sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't but it, yeah. but in this again against a makeshift you know back line playing more direct they had no opportunity to set up and then when yeah. they did set up it was disorganized and then and then arsenal made them more disorganized yeah uh, i mean look at the lead up going into kim little skull the 23rd minute was a case in point Um, You know, was just sort of the back line just being completely disorganized and they were just attacked. Uh, And It was not a slow attack. It was it was not a buildup. It was quick, lightning strike um, and so forth. And it was a beautiful goal by Kim Little, though. Um, Hello uh,
1: again. Question marks over the keeper.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's it's such a big miss there, but um, but I, I don't want to take away from Arsenal's performance because yeah, I mean, absolutely. yeah, I do see. I agree with John. I agree with Jonas. I agree with you. There is room for improvement. Um, yeah. you know, you know, and it's kind of hard to say that when you got five nil score line, five one score line, you know, and stuff like yes. that. But there obviously is uh, there. But to kind of finish off the Manchester City match, you know there. There, things kind of did kind of slow down. Manchester City kind of had some had some moments uh, in the second half when they started. Yeah. I mean, Alex Greenwood, uh, you know, had a header that was you know that was saved in the 48th minute, followed by you know Kennedy had a shot, and so their shots seemed to start getting closer. um yeah. in, in before in the first half, I and mean, it was like long range shots that were never going to get there. Um, yeah. But, um, then, you know, in the 58-59 minutes, you know, Manchester City had a big flurry, uh, you know, but but the defense of Arsenal, which is always underrated in my opinion, they held up. Yeah. Shot blocked, shot saved, another shot blocked, and another shot blocked.
1: Um, you know, and that's the defense being solid. The, again, then, Zinsberg, Zinsberger, I thought, was very good on, on Sunday against Manchester City as well. Um, and again, like I think I've said it on the show before, but she's been much more confident in terms of coming off her line and, and, and gathering loose balls this year. Um she's been very, very good at that. I I, I think so there was a lot of moments on, on Saturday or Sunday that Manchester Manchester City tried to sort of split the Arsenal defence but where goes out quickly to smother the ball. Um and she just she just reads the game much better this season. Like you say, that Alex Greenwood hit her at the start of the second half that was a big save. Um, She made a few crucial save of Zinsberger on Sunday and for me, it's it's another example of why I think that she's Arsenal's certainly Arsenal's most improved player this season, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I thought she had a very, very good game and I think he's seen things from Zinsberger that we haven't seen in previous seasons. In those big games, Zinsberger there is usually an error. She usually does make an error in the big games, Mm -hmm. uh, which is unfortunate because I do really rate her, but this season I think she just looks a whole different player. Just so much confidence. And again, I think that's down to coaching from Jonas as well. And obviously, Leanne Hall, who's the goalkeeping coach, I think she's done an incredible job. But I just think Jonas' system sort of suits Sinsberger better. Mm-hmm. It appears that way. But I mean, Arsenal have two solid goalkeepers, though. Yeah.
0: I mean,. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's always a plus to have that and have that in place, but, um, clear cut penalty at the end, you know, Alex Greenwood trips, um, you know, and it was just a late trying to get to the ball, um, you know, and then trips the, you know, trips the Arsenal player, Kim Little converts, you know, converts that. And at that point, you know, it, it was, you know, there were little bits of flurry there, but it just didn't seem like Manchester City got even close. But I think that was more of a more of a credit to Arsenal's defense. Yeah. I um, mean, again, you're going against world-class offensive players, as you pointed out. And, yeah. I mean, you throw, they threw in, uh, you know, Bonnie Shaw in there, who's a world-class player. Yeah. Uh, put in Jill Scott in there for Vicky Lazada. You know, um, they took out uh, Jenny Becky and uh, put in Jessica Park. I mean, so – yeah. You know, they still had players that could go forward, and they had, but they had very few chances, very few. Um, yeah, and a lot of their shots, quite honestly, were like from long range and off target or blocked. Their xG, I mean, Manchester City's xG was one point two. Um, you know, um, I mean, yeah. they had some chances. They just they didn't convert them. Arsenal, by the way, their their's xG was two point three, but that is offset by the fact that you had a penalty kick which automatically escalates it up to up by Um, so in reality there, they converted four goals out of a XG of 1.6, which again, that's Arsenal's clinical finishing. Um, also see, um, I mean, Manchester city, of course they had most of the possession, but that didn't matter. Possession is is somewhat overrated anyways. Um, they had more passes. Of course they did. um, you know, and let's see, they had more touches on City, had more touches on the ball. Uh, Arsenal had 28 tackles to 19. Um, yeah. Had 17 interceptions to 13. Uh, One more aerial duels. Um, yeah, those are the main things. And Beth Mead again. Again, she has the most shot creating actions in the in the match uh for yeah. Arsenal with seven, followed by Kim Little with four, which which makes sense. So I mean I know Kim Little had two goals. Um Miedema had her goal, McCabe had her goal, um Williamson had her goal. It's you know, it's always great when you see a center back score goal. Uh yeah, good head. <laughs> uh, wow. Really good head. Yeah, Harris. it was really I mean, just solid performance all the way around. Who was the player of the match for you in this match?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think I think I gotta say Kim Little to be honest. Uh yeah, yeah. I thought she dictated the game, I thought thought she was excellent to be honest. Um yeah, yeah, Kim Little definitely.
0: And let me look at this real quick. Tackles. Yeah, interesting enough, just just for giggles, um Midama and Mead led the team in tackles one. Yeah, <laughs> so uh yeah, says a lot. So um yeah not not something you probably would see every day. Um let's see Manham had the most pressures um Beth Mead had the most successful pressures um and yeah Wati had three blocks and Wati had eight combined tackles and interceptions so solid, yeah. solid match for her as well uh and so forth. Actually, so let's talk about.
1: Watch. Waltie Walt, Waltie would have sort of been a close, a close second, and that yeah. uh, for my mm-hmm. pair of the match, I thought she was quite creative as well. Actually, mm-hmm. um, thought 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 she had a really good game. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, Kim Little just about sort of beats her to it. But yeah, I think uh, I think is certainly up there as well. Yeah, I,
0: I yeah, I t- completely agree, and you know she's one of those unsung people, those creators. So that's that you the make thing doing.
1: with her. You sort of forget that she she plays. Yeah, I because, mean, really, <laughs> that's because true, but she's so crucial. She's such a crucial part of the the, the cog. She's not a flashy player, you know. She's she, she's a, she's a bit like. Can't they? I mean can't they mm-hmm. will get recognised, of course she will. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's sorta of like she just sorta of, she does the dirty work, she breaks up and play and it's not like no flashy flicks or tricks or anything. So um and she doesn't score goals either. But yeah. she's 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 just so crucial to that team. So yeah, Walty I thought was, was outstanding against City on, on Sunday. So but I still think yeah, still think Kim Little wasn't player in the match to be honest. Yeah, but you always have to have a
0: player like Walty though. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, just a stalwart player. who's just you know who you know is sort of a, a a critical point. You know, it's like someone you don't see, but but you know, but you someone you do not see, but if she was not there you would notice that she wasn't there
1: (laughs) that type of thing
0: looking at the tottenham you know it's weird to have a north london derby in a in a cup match but uh, this was the quarterfinals of the fa cup and and this is this is really a chance for arsenal and you know to win a cut win a trophy um and this was a quarterfinal match against you know against tottenham and and the lineup i mean you mentioned there were eight changes lineup of williams will Wubin Moy, uh, Patton, Williamson, McKay, Wati, Knobs back in and start, Iwabuchi, Ford, Paris, and Heath. I mean, talk about – I mean, that's another world-class lineup yeah, on the bench. Absolutely. that You know, eight changes and you still have an extremely strong team. And then you have on the bench Zinsberger, Catley, Moritz, Manum, uh, Goldie, um, Schunderbeck, Little, Mead, and Miedema. Um, I yeah. still have heart palpitations over the fact that Heath is on your team. Uh, but um, yeah, <laughs> and then she started. Um, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. I need to get over it. Um, uh, so, you know, it was a 5 1 performance. I mean, Tottenham scored early. Um, yeah. You know, but was there any doubt, honestly, about this?
1: When, when Spurs scored. I always thought Arsenal would have come back. And that's being honest. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, it sort of wasn't in doubt, but I think it showed another side to Arsenal as well that you know Spurs went one up, but they showed mm-hmm. character to come back into the game. Mm-hmm. Um and look, like, there was absolutely no stopping that Rachel of Williams strike for Tottenham. I don't know if you've seen it, Keith, but Yeah, it, no, I, I uh, honestly have not and I look forward to seeing uh, it. But- it's a top top class strike. I mean, she fired it outside the box in the top corner. But then Arsenal clicked and 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 got sh- straight into gear. I thought Tobin Heath outstanding, absolutely incredible. Um, she caused so many problems for Spurs down the wing. She was yeah. she was uh she was just unbelievable. I mean, she got the assist. Um, she got the assist for the equalizer for, for Mana Iabuchi. Um. So yeah, like I like you say to answer your question, yeah, I don't think there was any doubt that, that Arsenal were, were, weren't weren't going to come back to to win the game. But yeah, it was really a test of character as well and show their quality coming from behind. And Spurs, you know, Spurs are have a hundred percent record in WSL as well, so they were coming in that game full of confidence. So it was it was certainly a banana skin. It was certainly a, a big test, but to score five goals past them in an orphan derby, it was a it was a brilliant, brilliant performance. And the the fact that you can afford to make eight changes and still score five, I think it shows you the, the real quality of, of Arsenal's squad depth this season. Yeah,
0: I, I just felt like I mean, I looked at that matchup um and I was more interested in the in the um I was more interested in how Manchester City was going to do in their matchup against Leicester because I thought that yeah. could be Depending on how Leicester played, and of course Leicester played as poor as I thought they as they have been during the league. Oh, so your far. Your, your, um, your
1: tip for your tip for Leicester isn't so great right now. I, I have know. to bring
0: that up. I, it's horrible. I mean, and I, I I just like you know, and that's why I don't bet on any any of this stuff because if I would be <laughs> living in my garage or in my car if I made bets on Leicester. Um, you know, yeah, Leicester's going to get fifth yeah they could get relegated um so um i mean that's how they look right now and i was so disappointed yesterday in, in how they approached that the match against city i was like okay that's not good uh but yeah. i mean yeah it showed a lot i mean i i, I was kind of looking at the score line and i saw tottenham scored first he scored first in the third minute yeah. uh, but then you know by halftime the game was over yeah i mean, I mean it was just like and they just rolled them and it, i thought i saw that as an interesting because it is a it is enough in derby tottenham is undefeated in the league but i just you know i looked at i i looked as you may have seen on social media y'all i looked on looked at their lineup i looked at arsenal's lineup i was like yeah they're gonna roll this team it's i looked at tottenham's yeah. lineup and i looked at arsenal's lineup and i was like this is going to be 5-0 5-1 um and so forth um And if, uh, and if somehow Arsenal got into a little bit of trouble, they'll pull what Chelsea pulled, uh, against Birmingham in their match in their quarterfinal by just rolling out their best players and in the final 30 minutes to finish the game out, um, which is what Chelsea did, um, you know, that, that game was not as close as it looked, um, so yeah, it was just a solid performance, and and this is again a huge opportunity for Arsenal to win a win a trophy now into the into the semifinals, and then they draw Brighton. Like yeah, they look- didn't draw Chelsea in the semifinals, <laughs> it's like Manchester City did. Manchester, you have one semifinal, of City against Chelsea. The other semifinals, is Arsenal Brighton.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know Brighton are a solid side, so mm-hmm. need to do the job on the day. I mean. Yeah, at this point, you do
0: have to make sure. Yeah, you can't can't look down on anybody at this point. No, you know, they made it to a semi final on merit. Um, And yeah, you can't look past Brighton.
1: Brighton are one of those teams that they haven't been, they've never really been successful against Arsenal, but they beat Chelsea last season. Yep. And and they took points in Man City as well. So Mm -hmm. Brighton are a tough team. Obviously, they had a disappointing result uh, last weekend against Aston Villa, but. Arsenal have still got games to go before that semi-final. Arsenal really should be going to the final. Uh, they, they should be doing okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, like Arsenal have got to be on, a, on the day. So, looking ahead,
0: uh, Aston Villa on Sunday, and then two days later at Barcelona. So, how is Jonas going to handle... Rotation lineups. How do you think he's going to kind of look
1: at these two games? The game who's going to play and and the game is the games on Saturday. It's on it's it got changed. So oh okay all right. I did not not realize that. That's good. It got it it got changed to five fifteen on Saturday evening at UK time. So yeah, because of that Champions League game against Barcelona. So okay, yep, that's it's great. on Saturday, and I'll actually be there. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, but Aston Villa, you know, that's another that's another tough test because Villa have started the season quite well. If Arsenal mm-hmm. don't win, I'd be disappointed. I think Arsenal should be should be going all out to win. Arsenal should win the game. Like I mean, look the, the quality is there. For me now, any defeat against a team below Chelsea and Man City would be a disappointment because. Just how well Arsenal started. They've beaten Chelsea and Man City. so they, they, They've beaten the top the top two, really, from for, for last season. So, Arsenal should be winning against Aston Villa. But I like Carla Ward as a, as a manager. I think she's a very good coach with Villa. They, they're going to make it very difficult. And the good thing about Villa is they'll not play a low block. So, Arsenal will certainly have chances. Villa will go for it. And that's what I like. They'll, they'll not sit back and go all out for a nil-nil draw. They, they'll they'll go. They've, they've got a good quality squad as well. So, um, yeah, it should be a really good attacking match. But yeah, I fully I fully expect um Arsenal to to walk away with three points.
0: Yeah, Aston, Aston Villa is a far better team than they were last year under Carla. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're they're obviously you know I know Again, it's early, three games in, like but
1: Arsenal a, a good recruitment model in the summer. Uh yeah. Alicia Lehmann, I think that was a good mm-hmm. signing. Uh, Pacheco was a good signing. Uh, Hannah Hampton and Goal, a fine young young English goalkeeper. So, yep they they they've certainly got a lot of quality. Uh, they're at Villa Park. So, yeah. Um, I, I just think that it'll be a it'll be a really good matchup. It'll be a very very interesting game.
0: Do you think Jonas is going to start like the the strongest lineup against Aston Villa, or is he going to make any changes or or looking I ahead? Think... How is he going to look ahead to Barcelona? Because I'm sure he's going to want to put in the strongest lineup on Tuesday. Yeah.
1: I certainly think we'll see changes. Changes, But I think we'll see something similar to last night. I think Paris will probably start. Mm-hmm. I think I think Milan will start because it's a league game. And mm-hmm. For me, arguably, this game on Saturday is more important than Barcelona on Tuesday. Because the, the league game is your bread and butter. You know, Arsenal can finally have a real good title challenge this season. Where in the Champions League, you've got you know, six games and all you need to do is finish in the top two. Right. Obviously, you want to finish exactly. number one. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Obviously, you want yeah. to finish top of the group. But Arsenal have still got Hoffenheim and, and Hodge to look forward to if they do get beat by Barcelona. Which I, I never like saying oh, Arsenal will get beat, but you would fancy Barcelona to win on Tuesday, especially mm-hmm. at home. Barcelona yeah. are the best team in the world. Um, in, in my opinion, in, in women's football right now. Um, so look, that's a I I would I think we'll see sort of similar to last night in terms of who's going to play. Um, but I think Mina will come back in. I think Paris will start. I do think Heath will start again. I thought thought Heath was was great last night. I think Nobs. I think Nobs will start. Um, with with Kim Little. And then you got Manham and stuff, so you got Manham or Walty to play. So look, you can do so much with the squad, that's what I'm saying. Like the squad depth is 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 great at the minute. It's a big, big squad. Um so yeah, look, Arsenal can Jonas can sort of chop and change, but I think you'll see a very well I think you'll see Arsenal's strongest lineup to start Saturday. So do um I I think and then we can sort of you can sort of make changes throughout. So like I mean, at the WSL, you can still make five changes. Like mm-hmm. you, the five sub rules yeah. still there. Yep. So, depending on how the game's going, you can sort of rest players earlier and stuff going into Tuesday. So, but the good thing is the recovery time's quite good. You know, Saturday you've got then Sunday and then Monday. So, yeah, uh, it would have been a disaster if it was Sunday Tuesday. Um, but thankfully the FA have had common sense and changed it back to Saturday.
0: And then usually the FA doesn't have that much common sense, but they had common yep. sense there. Um, so uh, the other thing I'm curious about looking at Barcelona on Tuesday uh, is the the tactically, I mean, because we met, we've mentioned, you know, throughout the, this episode is, you know, Jonas being, having an offensive strategy being much more forward than usual or what yeah. we've seen in the past. Do you think Jonas is going to go front foot, more forward against absolutely, the Barcelona right. side and just I, say, I, hey, we're just going to f- use all, all our weapons
1: and go for yeah. it? I think Jonas is one of those managers that will just say, just go for every game. Mm-hmm. And like, when compared to Joe Montemaro when Arsenal went ahead against Chelsea in the opening day of the season, yes. with that minimum goal, so they probably would have sat back, and then Chelsea did equalize against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. But a Joe Montemoro team would have crumbled, where mm-hmm. A Jonas team would have just, uh, as we as we saw on the opening day, just kept going and going and going. So, uh, yeah, I think I think Arsenal have a really good crack at Barcelona. Um, and it'll, it'll be a it'll be an exciting game. It'll be end. So, it'll be a, uh, Arsenal will actually have less of the ball this time. Um, they had less mm-hmm. of the ball against Man City at the weekend. Um, yep. which and won five nil. So, like you say, possessions are pretty useless stat. Um, but yeah, I think Jonah, I think Arsenal have a real crack at Barcelona just to see where they are, where, where they are at right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there's four, I mean, in the group, th- there's four winnable games, and that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's enough to go through. If you have yeah. four winnable games and you, you beat the teams that you should beat, yeah. uh, and it's the same in the league. And, I mean, it, it, I consider the Aston Villa match for Arsenal to be a hold-serve match because it's like, this is a team that you should beat on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and you need to just get a result. You get a result, yeah. get your three points, you know, keep your, keep you standing on top of the table and keep yeah. it moving. Uh it is bread and butter, but it, it's sort of like it's a hold serve situation. Like you yeah, don't want to drop points to you don't want to drop point as you mentioned, you don't want to drop any points against teams you should be getting three points from.
1: Absolutely. And Absolutely.
0: Outside of Chelsea and Manchester City right now there's no team that Arsenal should be, should on paper drop points to, but we know it's football. We know that they will drop points somewhere against yeah. somebody that yes. you know, outside of city. And, and, uh, uh, but it's just, so, I mean, I look at Arsenal on the top of the table and, 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 you know, it's like, it's early on in the season and it's, but, but there's just so much room for excitement. I and mean, the reason why yeah. is because you look at the three games that they won.
1: Yeah. that's it. They were the bankers, and, and you're bank like,
0: test. I mean, it. I mean, the three games could have been against Tottenham, Brighton, and and uh, you know West Ham, and yeah. yeah, it still would have been three wins out of three and nine points and top of the table. But you
1: that was a problem last season. Had a really, yeah, really exactly good everyone
0: thought. Yeah, they were on such a roll. They they won like five league matches in a row. Where they were rolling everybody, yeah. and So forth, but then you look at the competition um that they were playing and it was like yeah well they were playing against you know bristol city i you know um no offense to bristol city i love them but uh but you know the just the competition wasn't you know wasn't strong so you know uh jonas in his white coat with green badge um i love that coat by the way he just rocked i mean him with the blonde hair and everything and uh, it just worked perfectly um and i and i'm horrible at fashion as everyone knows um but that just works um but yeah the energy is there but here's the thing here's the thing we know it's coming we know adversity is coming somewhere we know there's going to be probably injuries somewhere we just don't know where so the question then is going to be is yeah everything is great roses and sunshine and kitties right now but when adversity strikes, how is Jonas going to handle it? How is his team going to handle it? And that's going to be the true test. And we don't know when yeah. it's coming. It could be coming in the winter, uh, you know, with, with injuries here and, and then a loss of form, you know, somehow magically Leicester city become, you know, <laughs> you know, good. Uh, then, you know, um, You know, (laughs) and take some points off and right after they play Barcelona and, you know, and then they run into Hoffenheim and, you know, I mean, it could happen, right? Yeah, that's that's the fun of football. You can't, this league, you can't predict um, and things happen. Just things happen. Uh, Yeah. The true test of Jonas's reign here is going to be how does this team handle it when there's a crisis and when there's adversity? And that will be the true test of character. Um, You've seen other teams when they've run into adversity uh, who end up being champions, they always run into adversity at some point and they manage to pull it together and get through it and come out the other side and and pull and embrace the trophy in the end. That'll be the test when that happens. We don't know, but it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It will happen. It'll happen.
0: All right. So three points from Aston Villa. And are they gonna? You you think you you said earlier uh, just now that you know you don't really see Arsenal taking points off of Barcelona, but yeah, are you, know, you sticking to that?
1: Yeah, look, you got a favorite Barcelona for the game. Um, so yeah, I,
0: mean, <laughs> I, I just don't see um, you know unless Barcelona does something really nutty, but I, I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, you know, they're rolling their league like usual. Um, so this time around, they have a new manager as well. So, yeah, um, you know, but they're still, it's pretty much the same type of squad. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see Arsenal taking points, but they really don't need to. Um, but they do need to take the three from Aston Villa. So, yeah, um, they'll take three from Aston Villa. They'll keep the role going. And then Barcelona may be a blip and just like, okay. And then you got Everton the following weekend. So, yeah. And Everton, another pick of mine that's not gone so well. Uh, yeah, but they had a
1: good one on Saturday, so you never know. They could be back. Yeah, but it was against Birmingham.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, beat someone else besides Birmingham, please. You know, beat Leicester. <laughs> uh, all right, I, I got to stop the Leicester thing. Um, Leicester fans out there, you I, come talk to me. Just talk to me. I'll bring you on the show. We'll talk about them. Um, I like Leicester. I like their model, but what's going on? what's happening i picked you all to do very well um you know so all right so that is going to be it thank you so much josh for coming on great always i look forward to talking to you next week probably talk after barcelona um so we can cover both those matches there and uh yeah and uh hopefully it'll hopefully it'll go well and enjoy your trip down to aston villa
1: that's
0: going to be fun um, Going down there um, And we'll, we'll catch you uh, next week Yep Alright all that is going to be it everybody This is the last of the four weekly Shows um, That we have featured this week um, So our, you know, all of them are out of the way So remember please like this video Please subscribe Please share on your social media If you are listening to us And you don't want to see how absolutely Handsome Josh is with a completely shaved uh yeah yeah yeah, you know um no facial hair whatsoever uh no you can still listen to us uh on the podcast on all podcast platforms including those i've never ever ever heard of before um and but there please put a review in because the reviews count and reviews get us more noticed and so forth but share with your friends because really it's been word of mouth y'all that's really helped this program get better and it's just been a slow kind of move but it's better and better and better i get dms from people all the time now that you know they just recently subscribed this season thank you all for that so just let's keep it moving let's keep it moving like share rate subscribe all those things and let's keep it moving. I'll talk to you all next week, everybody. And you all have a good good weekend. Enjoy the matches. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. We are going to be out. England is running us out for this week. We'll see you next week.